Hey, this is Flip Gordon. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the B Show. B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. In the studio with me today is my co-host today, Michael Vergara. How are you today, Michael? Yeah, it's I'm doing just fine. You know, it is early in the morning, but you know, that's just the radio business. P- people tend to fail to realize they have like really sc- super crazy schedules when it comes to like waking up. Like I remember Felix, uh, the very uh, fine uh, and uh, talented Felix Quinones, who does. Uh, uh, now I just feel like a over at KCSF. Now, he's over. Yeah, he's over at KCSF. But then I, f- I forgot what show he does. Yeah. Like he does like lyrical ammo. It's something something of that vein. And super then, good, yeah. He's a super cool dude, and he has to wake up. He works at like over at Pleasanton around like five a.m. Yeah, and you ha- and then you have to like bring that sort of energy at that morning. So I, I mean, guess. I can I usually have that energy. People at my work are usually like. Sometimes I used to work. I was I'm a butcher, mm-hmm. so sometimes I work at four in the morning, mm-hmm. and people are like, "Dude, chill the fuck out." I mean, it's a it's a you're a butcher. You're supposed to be around cold. Yeah. Isn't it cold over there? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. We have a jacket, but anyways. Yeah. Guys, this is City Wrestling Radio, and this is The B Show. You can find us at our home, soundcloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, you can find us across other fine podcast delivery applications, such the iTunes, iOS podcast. The, the iTunes. The iTunes. The iTunes. It's a reboot. Um, you got you got Google Play. You got Stitcher. You got Dreamcast, like I said yesterday. Oh, my God. Uh, soon to come, Sega Genesis. Space Channel 5. Oh yeah, they just like play us while they're dancing. Uh, uh, uh. Like yeah, I just didn't. I didn't think that was a good match. One and two and one and two. Ooh la la, being our being a guest host. Jet Grind Radio, we play on there too. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and you could also find us at Twitter, Facebook, Soul Instagram, Calibur. at SoundCloud or at blah, at CWR415. Uh huh. Don't worry, guys. I got it right. Oh yeah, no, I mean, it you always couple, get it right, Corey. It takes me a couple slip ups, but you know, <sighs> whatever. It's who who listens for perfection? Come on now. They're just someone sitting there just shaking their head. Just like, like why don't they get it right ever? Like Meltzer's just sitting there taking notes on us in every show. Just I, I thought their consistency was spotty at best. And, uh, you know, there was yeah, just no I story was, uh, to it whatsoever. Uh, I was going to call them up. Um, but, you know. It, it just, they just didn't get over. I just, I don't know anymore, they you just, know. They just seem so dead in the water, you know. Yeah, him and his acid-washed jeans. Yeah. Ah, we I love him. Yes. We that, love That should Meltzer. just be the, the banner. Uh, Uncle, our, th- our thumbnail is just Dave Meltzer with those acid-washed jeans off, like, off Esther Lynn's Twitter account. Like, Yeah. So Esther Lynn, like, world-renowned MMA photojournalist. And then she also took pictures for, uh, I think it was the BOLA 2007, like BOLA last year. It had to be. Yeah. Because there only, there's only been, well, it hasn't happened yet. What? Oh. Oh, for oh yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, this okay. year. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, now that I don't have, now that I'm not going to be working this fall, I'm like thinking, I'm like, man, I can go to so many shows. You're not going to work anything. You're not going to. No, work this fall? I'm taking. I'm taking it off. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm nice. not just taking it off. I'm like going to be leaving. Just take it off, Corey. Um, you know, I have the opportunity, and everyone, you know, sometimes you have to. You're take in a your chance. room. You're in your room now. You can definitely take things off. Yeah. I mean. Not right now. I hear in here that'd be rude. Mm-hmm. I thought about just walking downstairs in my robe and seeing how that would go. Hey. Yeah. Well, you're a yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. City Radio. Yeah. But guys, let's not talk about me being naked. I mean, if you want, hit me up. At, that's at Corey Smith at Facebook.com. <laughs> Anyways. No comment. 
Anyways, let's talk. Let's talk NXT. Let's talk the two hundred five live. The two hundred five. The two hundred five live. But let's start with two hundred five live. Yeah, you know, make it as up. we usually do. As we usually do with the with the whole. What do you uh, think of the show sequence? in general? Um, <clears throat> it was interesting. I didn't necessarily think. Uh, I didn't necessarily think it was just like it didn't advance any storylines. Yeah, it was pretty much just. It was like I don't a showcase. Wanna, I, I don't want to call it a filler show, but then it was just it was a there, showcase. Was, there was no story to it. There you was know, just a bunch the, of matches. Yes, you the had showcase. the the you know the two hundred five live versus the UK division, yeah. kind of both matches. I was gonna headline this by saying the British are coming, the British are coming, but then if if anything, the WWE like wrestlers yeah, are coming. The they're Americans in, are coming. They're invading, oh, and so the local territories. Oh yeah, and so they they start off with a show like highlighting what like what British wrestlers are wrestling in two hundred five live and these very lovely uh, on screen graphics mm-hmm. as you might call it. Like starting off with just yep. I was gonna say was it like jo- oh I mean I mean the ones coming in for the night yeah oh I was gonna say like wrestling on a daily basis on two I was like was it just Jack Gallagher no just a picture of him up there like celebrating all of two hundred five lives British wrestlers mm-hmm. and so like we started off with an on screen graphic of Joseph Connors. His style is a hybrid of brawler and grounded. Competed in the first UK tournament, missing half of his left ear. Uh-huh. And his signature move is called All She Wrote. Okay. James Drake. His style is a brawler. I think it's really interesting that like this WWE product is letting the their audience know what style they are, like on like written like just written down on a piece of yeah. paper. Yeah. No, I, I like it. Um, but they're also, you know, they've done that kind of with Shinsuke too. Like, yeah. you know, he's, he fights strong style. Like whatever, but then like, that's what just is a strong, mar- yeah. yeah. Strong style is a marketing term. Yeah. Yeah. Trademark. Yeah. Um, and his signature, his signature move is called Mr. Mayhem. Oh. We got my favorite of the bunch, Flash Morgan Webster. Oh my God. He is a high flyer. His signature <laughs> move is the Brit. Brit pop drive okay. and competed in twelve different countries. Competed in twelve different countries. I don't know if he actually performed a Brit pop drive in my. I think he got. Oh he, my god! There was no opportunity to do that. Yeah, um, but yeah, this dude, man. I I didn't even see him until later. I mean, I think I skipped because usually I skip the opening intro because I'm like the opening yeah. intro is like what is it gonna be a recap? I mean, you weren't taking notes on this one, so right, exactly. You got to be a little bit more relaxed. Um, and I, once I got to him later, I was like, who the fuck is this guy i'm sorry guys excuse my language but you know i'm just saying like who the hell is this guy i find him endearing you know he just shows up with his like like just off a moped like hello you want a wrestling tag team i like his jacket i like his scarf i mean i like like his jacket but then he's like austin powers underneath i know they are he reminds me of like the lost blur member okay which i find which i find he has like the who um the motorcycle helmet that he just carries down. He has a mo- like he has that. He needs mop. to ride a moped down to the ring. Yeah, he has the ha- he has the hair of like your, what do you call it? Hipster, uh, two thousand nine hipster. Yeah, the two thousand like that that certain scene in in England. Yeah, at the time with that hair, like it looked like you just like wore he ha- like helmet hair. Like he definitely listened to the Kaiser Chiefs and Arctic Monkeys. Yes, which I do, and they're which I, awesome yes, bands. Yes, but like he would be really into the scene, like go to every show and smoke a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, I burned a cupco. But that's not Flash Morgan Webster. He's uh, he's a wrestler. Yes. Next up, we have Kenny Williams. I got more lazier the more like they got. I got, I got my my nose got way more lazier. Like, as yeah, as, like, Kenny like, Williams. He flies. He does something. I don't. He's know. He's a high flyer. He does a satellite DDT and and then uh, and then we have Tyler Bate, who I who we all know who we all know is one of the best wrestlers on the planet today. He's also six months older than the Montreal Screw Job. Yeah, yeah. That dude's that kid is really young, and if he keeps up at that level, 
sometimes I do get concerned that he might get paged where you take you take a certain amount of bumps in your career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start really young, you retire really young. So I hope he's very he's he's very How well aware. How old is he? Like twenty, twenty two? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, he's uh he's a baby. He's yeah. definitely a baby. But he's he's also fit too. Like he's kind of, he's he has really good fit. He has a really oh, good yeah, physique. Yeah, yeah. He, he has a, and the, he's thick. He's very versatile as well. Look at those thighs, man. I'm sorry. I was talking to Gabriel from the Pacific Northwest chapter last night. Just gushing over phone. Tyler Bates. Yeah, he was like, dude, just look. He goes, he goes, dude. He okay. I'm a big guy. Mm-hmm. Like I carry a lot of weight around all the time, so I naturally have giant calves and thighs. He was Gabriel. Was yeah, like, bunch dude, of thighs. He, he has thighs like you, Corey. Yeah, we're best friends. He knows yeah. how big my thighs are. Nice. Anyway, speak of the devil, Tyler Bate opens the show for our... I love that int- that, that theme song. Yeah. No, his theme song in his indie days is actually like way more badass. You know what it was? What? It was Sledgehammer by um, Peter Gabriel. Oh, that's pretty like, awesome. And it does kind of yeah, yeah, sound yeah. like his, his CFO theme in the WWE, where it just starts out with trumpets, because apparently CFO is super into their fucking horn sections. I was going to say super into covering other stuff. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we had, let's see here. We got Tyler Bate versus TJP versus Kenny Williams versus Kalisto. So it was a fatal four-way. Yeah. Which was something that uh, was a pretty good match. Again, yeah. like I said earlier, there, was, there wasn't really any story behind it. It was just everybody getting their spots in. But it was in. fun, you know. It was a fun match. It, it was... It definitely just felt like a third hour to get through in in that O2 arena because they knew like, hey, this is their second night running this. Let's just get the show on the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely. Had it was kind of like the fatigue. last of the. Um, yeah, but the, the the wrestlers seemed like they were giving it all. Of course, well. because they didn't wrestle like any at all. Like oh. Kenny Williams. Like Kenny Williams is pretty pretty awesome, man. Yeah, he no, Kenny Williams good. held his own. He looked like he belonged there because you know he's he's a good he's a wrestler. Yeah, and um. IPW's own Kenny Williams. Yes, there was a really good, there was a really good spot where TJP was doing the submission on all three men at once. Oh yeah, which I didn't think was possible, but then it was only there for like three seconds yeah. until he, you know, it got stopped. And after an intense exchange, Bate picked up the win over TJP with the Tyler Driver ninety-seven to even the score, which is like a cradle. It's like a cradle power bomb. It mm-hmm. starts with the you know the position where you normally would do a pedigree, but then he converted it into a power bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got the win. And congratulations, Tyler Bates. We'll see you in six months. Well, yeah. I mean, right? or on Is NXT the, eventually. Yeah, he'll do something. God, I hope. I hope they do something more with him. I know. Why like, don't they just bring the guys to NXT? Like that could have been their mid card title instead of like making a whole new I one. Mean, I can see. I can see Tyler Bates becoming like. Oh, phone. He, is that your phone or is that my phone? No. Okay. I mean, I could see Tyler Bate like on the level as Pete Dunne. If anything, I mean, those, those they've they had like they're kind of known for their rivalry, right? Like team. with Pete Dunne. No, they're known for be- well, they were known for being a team. Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. Yeah, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, and Trent and Trent Seven. Or yeah, right. Yeah. Um, British Strong Style. Uh-huh. That's what their group name was called. Yeah. I don't know, and then yeah, because everyone was saying how when Tyler Bate and Trent Seven came to yeah. WWE, how they were faces now, yeah. and Pete Dunne was a heel, and it was kind of weird. They can see, they can be like, if they just stay in NXT, they can just they're pro- they have potential to be like the main event. Yeah, I just like I said, I was I'm complaining about that title because it should have been their mid card title on NXT. They didn't need to create a whole new, which I love the North America title. It looks gorgeous, but at the same time, it's like. You have all these guys now, and now everyone who competed for the North American title are all going after the NXT title, 
So it's like, what was the point of the North American title? No one, yeah, no one cares. No about one's the going North at, American yeah. It's title. like it's just like Adam Adam Cole is trophy. just keeping it to his yeah. It's like his his personal trophy that like <laughs> Triple H was. Here you go, Adam Cole. I mean, they might just. I mean, I guess it's just Triple H's way of just making, just spacing out the title defenses. Just merge the two damn titles, man. He's gonna. I mean, I think that's what's gonna happen eventually. I mean, like it's. I think it's because we're kind of spoiled in the fact that we see the titles get defended on television. Is I mean, are, that used to be a thing. Where, what's like, the end game? Get, is the end game gonna have like a, a, a North American title? I mean, North, Adam, um, Adam Cole could just keep it for a while, and like just a have European, that his, t- another European title. The or, UK title pretty much is the European title. Are we gonna have it like an Asia, like an Asian, you know? I don't, you know, I don't know yeah. what what I call I mean, it. Asia yeah. title, Asia, Asia championship. It's just. I know NXT is in a bubble of its own, but I don't think it needs any more belts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I. I and I mean, like right now, as of right now, this is this is it. I know. Just cut it off. You cut off. I'm just saying this is what they should have you done. Cut off. You know, like, like what am I like? Adam Blompier over here, Jiminy Christmas. Anyway, sorry to cut you off. No, it's okay. But um, yeah, uh, we had a couple of video packages here and there regarding the whole Buddy Murphy spiel about him not making weight and becoming you know fat, the best kept secret, you know and. Shh. I think he's wrestling Cedric Alexander in a, uh, yeah, for the 205 Live title, Cruiserweight title in the next, I think, two in two weeks? In two weeks, or is it going to be at It's money? not going to be at Money in the Bank. I know that. They can't even afford, they can't. They don't have enough time to put that on. It's funny how like it's, WWE tries to stretch their pay-per-views now because... You, you know, know, just because they want to say they can. Well, yeah, because they say, look at the, uh, the amount of time. Well, they want to give that amount of time for people they want to give them amount of time. It's not like they want to give that time to Cruiserweights. They want to give that to Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal. Uh, they should open. Man, Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal should open that show. Yeah, Money just get it out of the way. If a mon- because, if, the, yeah. No, no. I actually, I always like Money in the Bank opening it because then you have that opportunity all night to oh, cash yeah, in. that's true. Or one of the Money in the Bank's. Either no, you put either Roman Reigns and Jim Mahal first or last, not in the middle, because that's totally going to kill you. Well, your everyone's going to walk out if it's last. Then that, that would be amazing. Uh, no, they're not going to walk out. Gender's out there. They're they want to boo them. It would be amazing if they if they went out last because no, going out last. Yeah, you would see you would have the potential visual of them walking out, which I doubt they would actually do. It would be great. But come on, you pay. that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But first, there's too many like parents who like yeah. paid money with their kids and are just like, no, dude, we're gonna watch this. We paid too much money. Yeah. But then going in first, that's when your crowd is at the hottest. That's true. And that's when you're Boo. gonna hear the boos and they're gonna F- say, you. F- you. Both these guys, both these guys, are definitely gonna get Rusev Day chance. What if? What if? It, what if the whole crowd just got behind Gender like a hundred? Let's go! Like the entire arena. Let's, Let's go, go gender. gender. No, dude, don't. We do. love Gender. That means they're gonna get Gender, and they're yeah. You but that's the thing gender. is that they don't. That's the thing, is that they don't want gender as a face. They want gender as a heel. They, I don't think they. I don't think they want gender at all. Who WWE? Oh, you. Think I'm WWE? saying WWE. Yeah, yeah. So if you just start rooting for gender, it's like you're still not. You're not giving them what they want. You're know. just. You're having fun with it too. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would do, just to have fun with it. I mean, well, I mean, that's all wrestling is. Is fun. I mean, just, I mean, we jib and jab about booking and everything, and jib, what, jab, what yeah. goes on last, what goes on first, but you. Look, listen to the new news show, and then you're gonna find out how oh. little, how trivial all of this really matters. Oh yeah, but um, that's not that's not this show. This Anyways, is the show. yeah, that's the B show. Let's get so back our to main it. events, which was a six man tag match between Connor, uh, John Joseph Connors. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, hold on, something with my notes here. Okay, 
All right. He's his so, notes. no, not his phone. He's looking through it. Okay. So, J- Drake Maverick comes out. Yes, at uh, as commentary. Yeah, yeah, for commentary, so he can just you know look at everybody. Look, I'm in Britain. I'm British. Love me. Hey man, Drake Maverick, he's great. I and no, Drake Maverick is one of the best. Like, will we ever see him wrestle? I want to. If anything, I want Drake Maverick to just have like this out of nowhere like spark of offense or something where he just kind of kicks ass. talking crap to him and he like just... he kicks ass for like three seconds and is like, ah, sorry about that. Anyway, yeah, what yeah. are we? Yeah, I thought about the whole like you know someone you know kicking him out of power and he yeah. has to fight for it. But anyways. No he would be the biggest baby face of 205. He'd be the biggest baby face in the company if that TV does that. Yeah. But um yeah, he joins commentary just to, you know, be do what he does and put the brand over, put his put his people over, which is something like not a lot of not a lot of like authority figures do is actually show pride in their job. Yeah, Kurt Angle. Just like Kurt <laughs> Angle is he's pretty much WWE substitute teacher. Yeah, where he's easily yeah. manipulated. You got Paige, where it just kind of just. Ha- I know she like she kind of does come off as somebody who has a lot of responsibility, but ultimately she's it just comes off as she's a consolation. Like, I got a clothing line to run. Yeah, she's I'm a, general manager. It's more of a consolation prize. I have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you know she had to retire, and who else? William Regal. He's barely there, but then he's also really good. Oh yeah, but he actually kind of runs NXT a little bit. Yeah, so like so it comes off as a little bit more yeah. authentic. But Drake Maverick, he just well, I mean, he has this pr- he has this certain pride that you normally don't yeah. see authority about like authority figures in wrestling. They just they genuinely want it to be a success, and I and I feel like he believes that too. Yeah, no, I mean, like in real life, live has to be you know they have to have someone out there kind of yeah. speaking up. They might as well have Drake Maverick. Yeah, and he's and he's good at the mic, and he's really good with his words. He accentuates yeah. better, you know, maybe because he's British. So he's joined by commentary to watch Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali. I say that they say that the same way Drake Maverick says yeah. it. Mustafa Ali. Yeah. I hey, I start saying it like that now. Yeah. It's funny. Mustafa Ali and newcomer, your favorite, Flash yeah. Morgan Webster. Yeah, boo. Uh as they battle Drew Gulak. And his like ragtag gang of uh eighties uh yeah. like high school gang kids. It's like you see on the side. He's the bully, but then like he's like, yeah, get him, yeah. And that is Joseph Connors and James Drake. Like you know, like it, like it looked like uh, what do you call it? Drew Gulak was like the little rich kid, like the little rich kid bully who hired yeah. these two little like poor kid bull. I don't want to call them poor, but you know, like little like little other bullies and like come with me, let's go kick yeah. these kids' asses, these nerds. But uh, yeah, uh, this was, I want to say this was superior of the two. Sh- this was the superior match between the two. Oh, that yeah. Was oh yeah. 205 Live. Oh, my which, God. And then what's his name? Getting his mouth busted open? Flash Morgan Webster got his mouth busted open, and he just looked like the most saddest, pathetic little boy out there. <laughs> I felt so bad for him, man. Yeah. Was like, you could tell at a certain point, like, he was getting blood on other people, and you could tell they were trying to be, like, yeah. still do their moves, but not, like, rub the blood all over the place. They were like, uh, Like, his face was droopy, like, to a point where if he, like, if he, maybe he was at a point where if he closed his mouth, it would it would be a lot more painful. So yeah. he's just like, <laughs> do we do we know what happened to him or? Did I you, mean, did you look into it or no? I didn't really look into it because yeah, whatever. If at the end of the day, who really cares about Flash Morgan's Webster's well-being? Amen but, to that. No, I'm just kidding. kidding. I'm just kidding. I hope man. he's all right. Yeah, I hope he's all right. Too. I, I hope he's on two hundred five live every week so I can boo him every I'll, single week. I'll say this: his entrance attire is way better than his in ring gear. Yeah, he because looks, I think, well, it's like uh, what's his name? Jack Gallagher's ring gear. Well, no, it's like it's a flight jacket. It's, oh, oh yeah! I'm a big jacket, fan yeah. of jacket, like wrestling jackets. 
Yeah. And so for him to use like a, because it kind of looked like a jacket I used to own. Okay. You're like, like, yeah, that's me. I was like, I had a really cool bomber jacket. I don't know where it went. I think, no, I spilled barbecue sauce inside the pocket and I never even bothered Inside to the pocket? Yeah, I had like a packet of barbecue sauce. Oh, I was at a Giants it, game. Oh, okay, and it like smashed open. And it got smashed open. So when I got my hands in my pocket, I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, like, and then you're like, screw this and you just lift it's the like, jacket I right get, there. I guess, it's this, I guess this is it for this jacket because I don't know how to clean pockets. I can't turn it inside yeah, and out. And then you're like, this is the end. Yeah, this is it. My I should have just thrown it at Matt Cain, who friend. gave up like 11 runs in that game. Um, oh, it wasn't 11 so runs. Good. It was 11 hits. They like. I have a weird experience with Matt Cain. I like, want to hear this. I want to. I saw him at Ike's Ike's place. Okay. Uh, yeah. The he uh, has a sandwich named after him. Yeah, yeah. And I was really started. This was like five, six years ago, and I was really kind of starstruck because he was right behind me. And I turn around and I just go, "Are you Matt Cain?" No. And he's just like. Yeah, and then just walks away. Did he at was, least have a sandwich with him? No, no, no. He was he was he was ordering one. He was with his wife. Okay, but maybe. but he did get hit up the day before um mm-hmm. in the game. So maybe he was just having a bad day. And yeah, it's funny because my boss before I told him, but when I went to work the next day, he's like, "Oh, guess who I saw yesterday? I said, who? Oh, oh, I saw Matt Cain at Walgreens. I gave him a nod, and he gave me a nod." It's like, why would he give you? Oh, never mind. I was like, oh, I saw Matt Cain yesterday too at Ike's, and I was probably weird. had the Matt Cain. You think he gets that for free? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, Matt Cain, I got, I'll whip you up. Uh, your it's probably in his, that's video. probably in the deal. Like, I don't want any money. Just every yeah. time I come here, give me a free sandwich. I see Ike like all the time around the city too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Ask him himself. to make a sandwich for us. Make the. The beekeepers for the no, beekeepers. No, he had there was there was a sandwich. It's not on the menu, but if you ask for it, you probably get it. It was called the Heartbreak Kid. Oh yeah, yeah. The Shawn Michaels, which was it was pretty much just a hella fat bastard, but with more roast beef on it. Which oh man, <sighs> I got the Doomsday one time. That's like the thirty dollar one. Mm-hmm. That's like the giant one. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I, mean, I haven't had Ike's like since well, like, let's say like, cl- like freshman closed, year of college. They closed the the one in the Castro, so I didn't. I don't. Yeah. Oh, like oh no! I had it in San Jose one time, like a okay. couple years ago. Where's Where's the other Ike's? It's like in San, in like an S. Uh, oh, last year, SF State. When I went payback. Is there an Ike's in SF State? I think so. And then yeah. like Redwood City, and then San Jose State, and then like I think there's some in Southern California. And there's like one randomly in Phoenix. Yeah. Anyways, we're not here to talk Ike's. Local San Francisco restaurant. Check chains. them out, dude. They're crazy, crazy sandwiches. How about that In and Out? Yeah. Oh, guys, if you want to, you know, slip us some free sandwich cards, you know, we'll gladly take it. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, who won this match? Oh, uh, faces, right? Faces. Yeah, just so it was the faces won. I think it was with a, it was with an 054 with a, yeah, Mustafa Ali on one of the British guys. Yeah, it was, it was that one with the jacket and the long yeah. hair. I mean, Drew Gulak, like, he looked really good in that match, too. Like, yeah. As a guy who had to, who just kept himself grounded, he, uh, he's, Kind of established himself as this world beater, as a something you know the thing he does where he just grounds people. Yeah, Drew Gulak's really good. A heel like Daniel just, Bryan, pretty much. Yeah, in um, terms of style. Yeah, and in ring. But that was two of five live. Two of um, five live. Yeah, like I said before, this was just it was just kind of a showcase for the British wrestlers. The UK tournament and apparently, showcase. and apparently, all of them, all of them that got shown up, yeah. all of them that were showing that showed up on Two Hundred Five Live, they're going into the UK tournament, which is later this year. So okay, this, this was also well, less more, and yeah, know, so we'll, we'll get there. To, we'll we'll have more about that tomorrow on the yeah, new how show. Are we, how are how are we going to recover the UK tournament? Because I do want to cover the UK tournament. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a we'll do a bracket thing beforehand, and you, you mean know. like a predictor? Yeah, yeah. Might as well just do a, do a, do. A, I want you know we'll do one. Oh yeah, the B show. 
We're gonna have it cover like we're gonna cover in the oh, B no, show. We can, we're gonna call it, and it's gonna be called the British. Here's show. the thing: is that it's you know we don't know a lot about these wrestlers. You know, they're not all of them, at least. So we that we, that one last year was really cool. So we though. need to get Jose in the mix too. You know, just put him just a because he needs to. You know, he's we're picking names out of a hat. Like I'm going, yeah. yeah. Anyways, from two hundred five live two hundred five live only had two matches to NXT. The most packed hour of this was pretty sad. Chimney Christmas, like I was fully, fully entertained mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah. So it starts out with uh, Gargano's music, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling's music playing. Oh man, Johnny Wrestling's back! Woo! I can't wait to see him again. And yeah. out comes Tommaso Ciampa. Oh no! Just you know, wave waving to the crowd like hello. It does not. It's the type of wave where you it, close your fingers. It's not actually waving. Yeah. It's where you just it, it looks like your fingers up and down and yeah. up and down. It's like the same one he's with been doing for cre- weeks with his creepy ass smile. Too. Yeah, he looks like he's getting. At least he's healing up, man. At least, dude, that dude's the biggest heel in the entire. No healing. Brand. I mean, healing up, healing up as in like his body is healing. Oh, oh yes, yeah. He doesn't you have know. the crutches anymore. And stuff. No, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, good for him. He comes yeah, down. Good to for ring. good for getting better, getting your body better. Hey, good man. Good for him. Uh, he comes out kind of, you know, Johnny won the battle, but I won the war. Kind of. He sounds exactly like Paul Ellering now. He kind of does look like Paul Ellering. He kind of does. Uh, out comes Candice LeRae. Oh. And I was hoping we would get, you know, our Candice LeRae, Tommaso Ciampa feud, but I think this is as close as we're going to get, man. Yeah. Um, so she comes out kind of saying, you know, what what happened to you, Tommaso? You know, who, we're not the same anymore. You're you know, not the person you lived with for two years. You know, and he, he says, I was there on your wedding day, and I, I just kept thinking to myself, Why? And all of a sudden, Candace just slaps the shit out of him. Just smack it. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't smack it. She needs to know it's not smack it. And yeah. he just he leaves the ring, and yeah. she leaves the ring. I was hoping she would just go after him at that point, just like mm-hmm. you know, oh, because the you crowd because the crowd was chanting, you know, mess him up, Candace, mess him up. And then he yeah. acknowledges, yeah, go ahead, Candace, mess, mess me, me up. up, do it. And she does. Well, she slaps him. Well, she slaps him. Yeah, man. And I mean, you know, well, I I, th- I don't know exactly what like the what, what is telling. Are, are they hinting towards a Candice LeRae, um, Champa match? I mean, that's what I got out I of this. I don't think so. I think it's just a a whole like they're playing trying to play the angle and play up. Is Johnny actually hurt? Is he? Does he have something think, else going on? I think they're just like reserve putting him on reserve. Okay, just letting, just to make him like letting you know. him heal up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's injured, but I do think they're just kind of like well, letting him wanna, heal up they, as in like letting him rest. Yeah, he's he's also selling the injury. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, they want to they want to make his uh, they want to make him more valuable. Like they don't want to oversaturate him. Like yeah. like some oh, top I, baby I love, faces. I love that theme song too. Every time it comes on at the gym, I feel like I have to do ten reps of whatever Par- I'm doing. Just pair. You just you should just listen to Paramore then. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. then I hate Paramore. And I love they their their newest album was really good. Yeah. Excuse me. It's a burp. Yeah, that lacrosse yeah. getting to you. Yeah, lacroix. Um, yeah, so she, he, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Next up, we have um, our first match of the evening, which was uh, Brandy Lauren versus Lacey Evans. Was that a new theme Lacey Evans had? Yeah, no, it's still trash. Like, just like Lacey Evans. I'm, hey, what? She's, get, I, I mean, I wrote, I thought she was getting better and better every week. I mean, that's what NXT is for, right? Yeah, with that, you know, when especially when she hit that, that stand up Bronco Buster. Yep. And then she did that moonsault out of it was kind yeah, of out of nowhere. Bit, I was being a little bit too harsh, but I just don't. I just don't get excited about Lisa. No, Evans. I don't. Her character's not exciting, but she's yeah. getting better in the ring. Yeah. Um. This is a. It was an okay match. She hit her with the woman's right. 
Which was just a punch to the face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I I'm hot or cold about like punches as finishers. You know, it's well, like the big show's punch I can believe. Yeah, but then like you do this like you do this. Williams punch. Regal's punch with the brass knuckles, I believe. Yeah. Like clo- a closed fist punch as a finisher just always like okay, you punt like what if you just what if you start off the match with a punch? Why don't you start every match with that finish then? Yeah. I mean instead of just revving it up, which I can never Oh, which I would have loved if she would have like wound up her arm like whoa, like very car- comically like yeah. and then you hear the crowd just like whoa <laughs> like an airplane spin yeah, yeah. Uh, so she wins with the women's right uh, for the one woman's team. right the woman because oh, she's the woman sorry the not woman. like mo- maybe she has a tag team they'll do a double punch and- uh, so Evans leaves the ring and all of a sudden out of nowhere Kyrie, Kyrie Sane just comes. And- Attacks uh, Lacey Evans. Just, you know, just for retribution. Beats her back down to the ring. Goes for the insane elbow, but Lacey Evans rolls out of the ring mm. to avoid the insane elbow. It's building up to this feud. Uh, backstage, or should I say outside at nighttime, we have Alistair Black uh, creeping around Full Sail University. As he does. As just, he usually does. Just randomly like, Alistair, Alistair, what do you think about, uh, you know, Ricochet and Velveteen Dream last week? And, you know, because, you know, later tonight we have Ricochet versus Velveteen. Yeah. Um, you know, what do you think about them, you know, talking about NXT titles? You know, everybody wants a title shot. And I didn't, ex- I, now I see that having the title. I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. Um. And uh. You know. Whoever. Whoever wins. You know. Whoever comes after me. They'll be in for. They'll be in for. Uh. Rude awakening. I don't know. Remember what he said. Rude awakening. He's yeah. Just, he just becomes the next Rick Rude. Ah. Uh, you know. You know. Whoever faces me. Yeah. You know. They're gonna be in for a rude awakening. Who's, who's gonna. Who's gonna face me? I'm gonna defend this title because I'm Alistair Black. Dan. And I will win. Yes. Um. Yeah. So he just says that and just creeps back out into the darkness again. Just walks into the into, into an the alley. black of night. Into the black of night. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't what know. an Alistair Black date? Like, what would you, like, what if, like, I wonder what that would be like, dating Alistair Black. I feel Black. like he would take you to, like, an art gallery, like, a really eccentric art gallery. And he knows everything about it. And he knows everybody there, but, like, nobody talks to him because, like, everything goes out. That's like, he knows the names of, like, he's on first name basis with all the employees. And he just gets, like, like hello, Marjorie. Yes. He just hello, Robin. Him. Yeah, and hello. he's, like, can I get a cognac and water, please? I don't know. I don't know what he makes cognac with. You just drink cognac. Can I straight? have a Lacroix? Yeah, a cognac and Lacroix. Can I have a Fernet? It's a very San Francisco drink. I don't think he would drink that. San Francisco IPA. I had that last night. It smells like ass. Uh, next up, we have uh, outside again, but daytime. Yes. Cut to daytime is Dakota Kai. <laughs> Seconds later, daytime. Yeah, cutting a press conference. <laughs> You know, you know, the, the, Dakota. What do you, what do you, Dakota, Dakota, on? Dakota, Dakota, what Dakota, are you Dakota. Working on in a performance center. Like, well, you know, I'm mo- mostly focusing on uh, conditioning. Out of all your NXT superstars, to warrant a fucking press conference filled with iPhone recorders and she gets them like every cams. week. She gets it every time she's outside. Like, dude, she's Dakota Kai. Like, it's not not a not a knock against her personally, but then like she ain't there. And one of the reporters didn't know what the hell she was doing because she like ran right through the crowd. Yeah. This and, fan, this super fan, with a really well, Nikki Cross. Heavy, I guess she's been working for uh, some sort of a publication lately. She, like she's not just at Full Sail University working on her wrestling, but she's also trying to get a journalism degree. Dude, we should hire her. Yeah, yeah she'd be great for City Wrestling. Yeah. Just like, world's cutest bartender. Hi, hi. Uh, yeah, because that's what you want. You want somebody to yell in the microphone for you to edit for later on the shows. Hey, man, that's, that's what you want. That's exactly all we want here yeah. at City Wrestling Radio. Um, but then you hear her come up to the front. Nikki Cross. She's like, when are you going to face Shayna? When I see fear, when? I see opportunity. 
And you know she's kind of trying to trying to install some um, bravery in Dakota yeah. Kai. Like, Apparently, like I'll I might I might be wrong about this, but I think Nikki Cross is like only five. She's about like she's shorter than Alexa Bliss. Is she? How tall is she? She's like four nine. Oh, that's pretty. I got to look at the wait four I, nine. No. no, she can't be four nine. That's really that's like that's I think that's legally a uh, little person status. I know that I'm because like me and my cousin gave a, a ride. Okay, to no, she's five two. Okay, okay, that's well, it's still pretty close. I mean, that's closer to four nine. Then. I mean, that's what Google says. I don't know, like what WWE will tell you. It's like, oh no, she's five five. Oh, she's a superstar. She's six six. Put her like put her right next to Drew McIntyre. Oh, no, she's just as tall. It's Drew. like it's like putting a chicken inside an airplane hangar. They both have accents. No, I don't know. Mara wouldn't say that. I'm using. I just love Mara's voice. Yeah. Um. So Nikki, just you know, when are you gonna face Shayna? When? 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 <laughs> and she has a phone. And she has an iPhone. Yeah. 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 You no, know, she's sitting there, kind of recorder with, with a the, smartphone with, with like, a video, video of it too. So I mean, she's maybe, not just a. I mean, maybe like, hey, the minute that you sign a WWE contract, you're given a smartphone. It's like a company phone, maybe, and she uses it. Yeah. No, if they want, if she wanted to get her character like over, she should have like a cracked iPhone. So here's my question: Crazy. Do you think is? they use like real like other um, like NXT performance center guys for that piece too? Like all those hands are other wrestlers. And like you have like like um, Ricochet back there. Like, can I ask you a question? What are you working on the performance center? Uh, but next Nikki up, Cross. next up we have Nikki the match, Dakota Kai. The I'm match, sorry. the most anticipated match of the night: Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream. Yes, and this, was, and this was my god. This was a great match. I mean, it was for like all thirty seconds of it. Thirty was seconds. It? Okay, it was like five minutes. It was still, but the crowd is torn, man. Coming the out, Ricochet coming out with his neon tent. Yeah, his laser um, tent. You know, and it's really funny that though his graphics for his yeah. video are awfully similar to the Strong Style Evolved graphics. Yeah, I've noticed I, exact uh, like the exact graphic. I'm it, not a big fan of Ricochet's theme too. No, I, I hate it. Like the I just One hate that and only. Like no, it was the it's the it's that instrument. What do you call that instrument? Like the ding 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 ding. Like it's a little. It's like that little baby's toy. A xylophone. Is it a xylophone? It's where you where you hit it, right? Yeah, it's like you hear that in Tupac songs. You hear that in the Hail Ma- in the Hail Mary song. I always hated that part in Hail Mary. The Hail Mary, the ding ding. Yeah, I don't. I know. just hate that. I hate. Anyways, I hate, yeah. It's not. It's not an instrument I would use if you want to sound like if you want to come off as tough or hyped. Do you mean like? Yeah, but you know the the thing I'm talking about, right? I think so. Here, I'll freaking I'll I'll bring it up. I'll bring it. But up anyways, this is a really fun. good match. The crowd was Keep torn. Going. Um, oh yeah, the no, these guys had really cool chemistry. Um, going back, that, that's what I was saying. I was saying going into this match, you would think Velveteen Dream would be holding all the kind of charisma, and Ricochet would be holding all the wrestling skills in this match. But no, Velveteen Dream can kind of hold himself against Ricochet, man. Velveteen Dream is a, ter- is, a is a really good talent. That's he's why. a terrific wrestler. Yeah, and Patrick Clark. He doesn't uh, fuck around. Yeah, man. Two or uh, 2015, tough enough. Yeah, think um, about it. Like this, who this. This class, this 2015 Tough Enough class, yeah, like two of them are in the main roster. One of them is NXT's biggest stars, right? Like, who knows? This might, you know, we might be seeing like I, as as much as I give Sonya Deville like crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I think Mandy Rose is like is the superior talent of the of between Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Right. They could be like OVW 2002. It, yeah, the the next the next <laughs> chapter. 
No, it's not going to happen. I mean, you know, you'll never, you'll, you never you, know. You never Who know. knows? They might. You never knew about Patrick Clark. I mean, look at the prototype before John Cena. You know yeah. what I mean? Who knows? Sonya Deville comes out next week and just says she has ruthless aggression and just, and just slaps Kurt Angle in the face. <laughs> exactly. Um, what so did I do? This is a match full of a lot of like really good spots. You know, I in one of the the kind of most entertaining spot was. Yeah, it's not that good. Okay, now it just becomes like generic CFO horn section. But you know that that intro that. Yeah, it's it's not good. I every time it comes on when I'm because I listen to the WWE station yeah. at the gym, so I uh, I skip that every time it comes on yeah. and I laugh. The Shinsuke the Shinsuke song is on is on the new one. Yeah. yeah, but Big There's, Ass's theme is on there too. Karma, it's called Karma. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you get, Big Cass. And but, um, there's some news coming up tomorrow about Big Cass. But uh, anyways, um, so this is a really good match. Like, I'm not going to sit here and like recall the entire match because yeah. everyone needs to watch this match. But then it, there no, was... Because I was saying, this is the match that I think v- everyone's going to look at and v- look at Velveteen Dream and say, yep, this is going to be our guy. Man, I this mean... Is, at one point, this oh, is going to be the guy. I mean, I felt that way when he fought Aleister Black at TakeOver. I didn't feel it. I mean, I felt it as a fan, but I think this was the match that proved to everybody, fans, executives, everybody, including maybe if Vince McMahon saw it, he would think the same too. Oh, man, I don't think... I I know Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream, he's going to be a sooner-than-later type of call-up. I can definitely see that. And I think he's going to. I think he's going to hold that NXT title eventually. I don't think so. I think they're they're going to rock. They're going to skyrocket him into. He's going to lose. Okay, because him and Ricochet, they're probably going to face each other take over. Well, and I think Ricochet is going to win that match, and Velveteen Dream is going to get called up. Well, what happened, you know, in this match was uh, I like the spot. Well, the cool spot in this match was when Ricochet yes. did his little pose. Yeah, you know when he bounced off the ropes and uh-huh. uh, Velveteen slithers in, kind of. Um, hinting back at the match with Alistair Black. He had alligator eyes. Like, he was about to cry. Velveteen oh, yeah. Dream. Yeah, he did look like he was going to cry at one point. Yeah. Um, but the match... Uh, That's how into it he was. The match didn't finish uh, because it was Rule of Note contest because Lars Sullivan, out of ah! nowhere, uh, came he out and destroyed, great too. destroyed both of them. He's like, NXT title right here! And, like, Ricochet and Velveteen Dream sell the shit out of these slams for oh, Lars yeah. Sullivan. And Lars Sullivan, he's also, like, somebody who I think is going to be called up sooner than later. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, hey, you know what? Oh, like, Vince is going to love him and, when he gets dude, up there. I love him. I hope he gets, like, the Braun push. Like, no, I know. I, I consider Braun. him a lot more talented. I mean, he looks like he looks like Snitsky, man. No, he looks like... No, he, he looks like Snitsky. No, he looks like the... Who's that? You ever seen the movie Hills Have Eyes? Yeah, Snitsky in it? No. It's, it's just like... He's just this weird-looking... I, I mean, I, I saw the movie, but like... In, in I, looking individual, which I... saw I, when I was, like, really intoxicated off alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. But um, this is the Hills Have Eyes of the seventies version too. Oh, okay. oh, I definitely didn't see that version. But um, I'm more of a new school guy. Uh, yeah, Lars Sullivan. It was this. The finish was super telegraphed because you could hear the full sale crowd like boo. Yeah, in the middle of the match yeah. and like, like and if wait, you and, if, and there's, there are always spoilers after you read spoilers too. I never read the spoilers. I always I I sometimes avoiding read the spoilers. NXT spoilers are really easy unless like something like earth shattering happens. Here's the thing is I forget things, so I'll read the spoilers. Oh, okay, and then like when it comes, it comes on, on TV, on. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, this is okay. I think I okay, cool, but I want to see how it happens. You know, because you always wanted to see how it happens. Yeah. Um. So, you know, who uh, later in the you know. Well, there's some more that develops later in the show. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Raul Mendoza, who he just. I'm looking forward to Raul Mendoza. He's my favorite guy. Let's see. He's you know, awesome. he actually does. He actually does wrestle. He wrestled last week too. I mean, yeah. 
I was here last week, but oh, thank God you're back! I wanted to say that. Thank God, man, that show sucked. It really did, and I feel bad for anyone that had to listen to it for at least five seconds. Because man, I'm just sitting there like, um, yeah, so um, yeah, that happened. Anyways, so uh, the next match was. I got I was like, into the, it, I was like the NPR of wrestling reviews last week. Mm. You know, like Roman does. So in this American work, yeah, like it's, I am your host, Ira Glass. We're going to talk about NXT and two hundred five live. live. Uh, 205 Live uh, is... Uh, Drake Maverick, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, Raul Mendoza versus the finest... Oh, my God. Kona Reeves. And, man, oh, man, I love every week you, know, you get Kona Reeves because I get to put him in the thumbnail. Yes. Um, He comes out with that diamond-encrusted K that I love so much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What were we going to say? No, keep going. No, no, no. I just... uh, I was going to say I love that K, and uh, he is the finest. The K-R... Yeah, the art. Yeah, uh, you know, here's. I think I said this the last time I looked at Kona Reeves, and I see him as this Bo Dallas like figure, where he's just just this ugly, ugly man. He's very just, ugly. Who just pl- who plays up his very ugliness, and I say this subjectively. I'm sure he's a very nice looking individual if he does a hair. Nice guy, yeah. I hope yeah. so. It's like the type, you know, like he, what he does. Like one, I one of his thing is like he's a, he says he's the finest, but he also like the way he smiles. He flares up his nose and he puts his gums up a lot more, which makes you just have no choice. Well, but he's to someone hate that this guy. his character is like an overcompensating yeah. guy, you know. Yeah. And this was actually a really good match, and I think. Um, the I smallest dick in the locker room, probably. Yeah, that I mean, that's kind of the character he's kind of playing. You just overcompensate. Um, and I, send Raul Mendoza, man, a 205 live. Man. Yes, Raul Mendoza looked really good here. His Jesus performance, Christ. like his offense was really crisp. So good. He made Kona Reeves look good. I would like I would cheer for him over Kalisto any day of the week. Yeah? Just because he's just a great wrestler. I wouldn't wrestler. go that far, but Raul Mendoza is really good. What, you don't think Raul Mendoza is better than Kalisto? You like Kalisto? Kalisto is pretty good, dude. Yeah, he's probably one of the best they have. I I mean, of course he is. Gleason's a good worker, but he's just boring. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so this uh, ended up with Kona Reeves hitting the Hawaiian drop for the one, two, three, which is like a Samoan drop, but he's but facing. He's, but he's Hawaiian. Okay, it's just a Samoan drop, but he's Hawaiian. No, there's a bit of a difference to it. Like you know how you're on your yeah, back he's when you when you're on your back when you take the Samoan Samoan drop. He's you take it on the front when he drops oh, you. Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah. Okay, I got to pay attention. Pretty uh, unique. Uh, Kona Reeves, they, I, I guess they're just, what do you see Kona Reeves in like four months? Uh, the, after the takeover. New gimmick? After next. <laughs> new, no, this is going to be his gimmick. He's not going to go to main roster, dude. Yeah. That dude's not going to main roster. He's going to be on NXT for a couple of more weeks, and I just think I can see him fading away. I see him like, being, Unfortunately for him. I can see him. Well, he's Samoan. He's 6'4". Oh, is he related to The Rock? I think Or he's so. Hawaiian. Is he Simone or Hawaiian? I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I thought they mentioned something about much. the like, or yeah. he was trained by the Rock or something, right? Or he's of that lineage. Uh, I don't know. If he's Regardless. related, if he's related to Roman Reigns, and yes, who will be the WWE champion eventually one day. Uh, next up, we have uh, Ricochet backstage um, in front of uh, well, no, first Kathy Kelly. first Kathy Kelly. Like, hey guys, I'm here and I'm gonna talk to Ricochet. Oh, Ricochet! And this is weird because she's holding a microphone and it's clearly not connected to the camera because you hear the echo. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. room, and it's that type of echo that only a camera would pick up. Yeah, it's not connected to anything. Yeah, she runs up to Ricochet and she's just, you know, can we have some words with you? I'm, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Yeah, see I'm, William Regal. I'm, I'm trying to see William Regal. He's knocking on door like it's locked. Yeah, he couldn't like, but then like, yeah, yeah. So then the Velveteen Dream comes in, and he's like, "What do you?" He's like, "You know what I'm doing, you know? We're, I, I want Lars. No, I want Lars." And then like, and the Velveteen Dream just opens the door. 
like he got these special lock powers. And then no, Velveteen just, Dream's like, dude, you could just open the door. I've been here for a while. I have get, that privilege. And you get these two very attractive black men entering this room, entering the room of William Regal, and they're both shirtless. Ooh. And this is the way they like. If you just if you get like, I wish I could make a gif of an out of context gif of both of them entering the door of Hello, William Regal. Regal. Hello, it's just Regal. like, hey, your male strippers have arrived. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it, well, especially it was though, really suggestive. They're both fit enough to be male strippers. They both have very sexy they both bodies. Probably, they both probably were male strippers. Come on, wrestling is a ricochet. No, no. well, actually, they take that. Have back. you seen young pictures of ricochet? Yeah, Ricochet just, now. For sure, Ricochet. Young, ricochet no. now. Well, I'm talking about like when he was a kid. Yeah, when he was a when kid. When he was like super fanboy status. Yeah, he looked like he was the president of my high school's anime club. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. He looked like really a, long hair. He looked like mustache. someone you would you would meet at like a, a indie show, you know, mm-hmm. just like, hey guys, and he would talk wrestling with you. You'd be like, oh, that's cool. And you'd always see him at the indie shows, and then eventually, like, hey, whatever happened to Trevor? You know, oh, he started training. I'm like, oh, all right, that's. And then I guess, look at him now. Yeah. He's just. Jack to the one ground. and only he and Trevor Man. He only has, he has and no socks. He has no socks. Does he wear no no socks? That was his, that was like the that was like the main part about his promo last week. He was wearing his suit and then oh. like he, he like he was wearing his suit and then you could clearly he was wearing loafers that clearly had no socks. Oh, and so like you could see his ankles and like Why the do audience do that. Huh? Okay, sorry. The audience what? And then the audience just straight up just says, where's your socks? No, you know what I need? And then everyone just said, socks, socks, socks. And, he, and they all just oh, okay, he responded yeah. like, no, not socks. Yeah. I love when they're like out of context chants because then you could, the, they totally work them in. Mm-hmm. But if they were like, if they just said something like that went contradictory to what he was saying, he would, yeah. he would totally ignored it. Um, but yeah, so. We'll see uh, later in the night. We get. I'll, I'll just say it now. Next week we have uh, later in the night we have announced a uh, handicap match: Velveteen Dream and Ricochet I'm versus Lars versus Lars Sullivan. I'm looking forward to this. It'll probably be like the end of the raid, that two on one fight. You ever seen the movie The Raid? I I know what but, you're talking about. Yeah, the, is a Korean movie. It's an Indonesian movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where they they raid this basement. They raid this apartment building. It, yeah. All thing. Everything goes wrong. And what can go wrong when Indonesian everything police went, squad, everything bomb squad goes in into a hotel with drug lords? Everything went wrong with that movie. Um, you should see it. I'll check it out. And next up we have, oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Making mama proud. Me, juicy steaks, mother's day, making mama proud. Yeah, yeah we got heavy, uh, unless you didn't know already, it's heavy machinery. Yeah. In a backstage. Juicy steaks, <laughs> making mama proud. And so they're just walking around like oh, like heavy machinery does. They walk in like large-ass fucking barrels with yeah. their arms sticking out. Well, at least Otis. And, and yeah, Ot- those of it, or those, Otis is talking about uh, getting steaks for mother's day. Juicy rock. Making mama proud. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh my god, man. And then they run into TM61 in the, uh, backstage, and then they're like, hey, what's up, Heavy Machinery? And then TM61, I mean, no, and then uh, Heavy Machinery's like, we don't respond well to cheaters. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And then they, they started making fat jokes about Dozy. You know? yeah. not, I mean, not really like, oh, looks like, you know, one thing you haven't eaten is respect or something like that. Yeah. Or it was something stupid. Something so, stupid. So TM61. it looks like we'll get some. Uh, uh, heavy Machinery TM61 match coming God up. God bless Otis Dozovich. He is a wonderful human being. God, he is. I want to. I want to hang out with Otis Dozovich. He, he looks like he would drink a lot of beer. Yeah, I feel like it. I'd, um, eat, I'd eat steaks with him. Yeah. Probably. Next up, we have the main event for the evening, which was uh, 
Danny Birch, Oni Lorkin, Pete Dunn versus the Undisputed Era, mm-hmm. which was awesome, awesome, yeah, awesome. Nah, 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 Six man nah, nah. tag match. There was something weird during happened during this match where Adam Cole says like, "You think you're pretty tough," and then and he says it again. He says it again in the exact same way, in yeah. the exact same inflection, like where you think it's you think it's like literally repeated in post or something. Like it got edited, and he, they just took that exact same sound bite. I mean. It was like a video game. Oh, I mean, it could have been the same soundbite. I can see that, yeah. but it looked like he. It wasn't. The, it wasn't like a repeat shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it looked like genuine. Like he hit him twice. I think. I think he was just literally was. But then I was also watching this in the background, and then you know how like your WWE network, like your connection, kind of skips. Yeah. And it like instead of like pausing, it just it goes back like three seconds. Oh, did it, did it fast forward on you too? I don't know. Like, okay, so there was a point where it kind of glitched on me, and then it, like, sped up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that happens. That's uh, That does happen okay. sometimes, but um, I think it was just a you problem. Mm-hmm. I was watching this match, and I was also watching uh, Daniel Bryan's infant daughter eating her first birthday oh, cake. Oh, that was so which, adorable. Did you I, watch I, that video? I posted it on the Facebook page. Yeah. I said, if you need some... Guys, if you need some daily dose of adorableness... Oh, my God. Adorbs, man. Oh, Birdie, geez, Birdie Danielson. Danielson. Eating her first beet cake. It looked like a good cake. Yeah, it looked it looked incredible. Yeah, so I mean, it just it was cute because yeah, Birdie was just smiling. Yeah, and yeah. No, cute. like she was just her little like her little feet like legs were just dangling from her. Uh, what do you call it? High chair. Yeah, her high chair. Yeah, and then she just was like there were moments where like she was like yelling for attention. Yeah, when they're like when they were the camera was panning away, and then all of a sudden, Odie Larkin gets the hot tag. And just punches. Birdie Joe Daniels right has in the, the face. No. And then she comes back, and then she does. She goes off yes. the. No. Yes. The, Her first Oni word. Lorcan tries to strike Birdie Joe Danielson, but then she, but then she misses, and then she runs to the kitchen countertop, and Oni Lorcan tries to get after Birdie Joe Daniels. She does a backflip off the kitchen countertop, and then she goes straight up the window. Birdie Danielson wins. It's the pretty much the time. Daniel Bryan comeback spot. Yeah. Um. So this is uh. No, this is a really good match. A six man tag. Um, going back and forth, there was that spot with the triple wishbone where they, uh, uh, wishbone, what story wishbone. I'm sorry. We have really bad ADD today. Yeah, we do. Um, (laughs) it's all good and keeps the show entertaining, right? Um, there was like that said, the spot where they had like everyone broke everyone's fingers, Uh um, where the faces broke the heels fingers. Oh my God. Um, and then Oni Lorcan at one point when he gets that hot tag and just beats the crap out of the entire undisputed era all by himself, man. Um, So yeah, it was uh, it, there was uh, the triple submission spot. Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch look like if you split Cesaro in two and made them a tag team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, freaking Danny Birch does the Cesaro uppercut. Yeah, went into the turnbuckle. That's true. Yeah. Um. So uh, the, the faces uh, Lorkin and uh, Birch go over with the um was the wheelbarrow par- power like DDT thing. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the Kyle O'Reilly, uh, for the one two three. Um. You know, Dunn, um, Birch, and uh, Lorcan go over. Fantastic. Man, oh, man. and Pete Dunn with his new dad mustache, or his dad goatee growing in. He's just trying to fit in. He's just like, I'm older, I'm having a kid, I need to grow some sort of facial hair. <laughs> man, Pete Dunn, I'm surprised, man, what a super disappointment he wasn't on Raw. Yeah. Or, like, had any presence in those England shows. He probably worked the house yeah, shows. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm really bummed out that he wasn't 
on the Raw. Like, because remember last time they were in London, they had Pete yeah. Dunne come out. And Pete Dunne, like, he sort of hinted, like, he was he was going to respond to Seth Rollins' I'm challenge, gonna, but I guess they I did. think he did. I know he did a house show in he his hometown. a thinking emoji. For sure. Oh, yeah, for his open challenge. Like, yeah. um, maybe, maybe. I might be there. I might not be there. I don't know. I need to see my schedule. I might be with the Where's missus. my mouth guard? I might be with the missus at the date with the lake. Spending time with my niece and nephew. Got it. Yeah, I don't know. You know, he has a busy schedule. That was the B show, guys. That was NXT. That was two hundred five live. And Pete Dunn, like, he was originally come up as a heel, but then everybody just wanted to cheer for him. And then you see NXT. Oh, well, he'll go. He'll go back to it. Yeah, but then you see, you see, like, but then he's also being a face as of right now in this feud, and it's yeah. just a testament on how NXT they don't want to work against that crowd because I know. because oh, no. Full Sail is their that's like, their bread and butter. Is their bread and butter. Yeah, and um, and you know, booking philosophy. It's just an interesting look at the booking philosophy. He, I, like, I, if I Roman Reigns, I want to see him lose. Sorry, if Roman Reigns was NXT, he would have been healed like the second like week he would be in. I want to see him lose that title. Be done. Be done. I want to see him lose that whom? title and then go to um, Adam Cole. Uh, yeah, and well, no, again, go against um, go for the NXT title. Okay, so give him the NXT title for a while, or he could go after the NXT title as UK champion. Come on, yeah. Well, I don't want to see him hold that title forever. You think the? I mean, the UK tournament is for a number one contendership for that UK. Excuse me, for UK that tournament. Yeah, uh, for title. the it's for the championship. Uh, championship tournament. So, yeah. anyways, guys, before we take off today, it is May May seventeenth. We have some birthdays to give out today. Mm-hmm. Some birthday wishes to give out today. Uh, before we leave, we want to wish a very happy birthday to, um, you can look, but you can't touch, Twin Magic, the original Twin Magic, Dave and Earl Hebner. You, you I, Didn't you talk about this last year? I said tomorrow's the birthday. Okay. And that's today, so I'm giving them a birthday to wish today. Oh. I just wanted to mention it because I like saying, I like talking about them. Who turned the ripe the ripe age of 69 years old. Nice. Um, your favorite, the, the Das Wonder Kid. Alex Wright. Alex Wright. He's 43 years old today. My God, really? Yeah. Uh, Jason Blade, who is an independent wrestler. He is so young. 34 years old. Mm. Uh, I don't know who's calling from Dallas, Texas. That's really weird. It's probably Kevin Von Erich. Hi, this is, you know, your count services. Um, And Dash Wilder, who turns 31 years old. Okay. And we we would would like to take a moment to uh, mention and remember... um, Nancy Benoit, who would have been 54 years old today. Okay. And, you know, yeah, we... Rest in peace. Rest in peace. We, we won't really get into it. We all know what happened. And yeah. Yeah. So that was the B show, guys, to end it on such a sour note, right? 54, huh? 54 years old. Man. And how old was And it actually, Chris's days? birthday is in, a couple day, is in a couple days, too. Well, you know, that's when he was born. Exactly. Yeah. It's... it's yeah. The yeah. B show! Yeah. Yeah. We need to hire that frog, that damn frog, that racist fucking frog. <laughs> hey man, it got people over. Okay. Uh, all right, guys, let's get out of here. Uh, we'll hit you up tomorrow with the new new show. News. It's news. It's everything new and everything in the news. Guys, we'll hit you up later. All right, take care. Later. Bye. Bye.